Hey, holy smokes, you're back at it with the Popecast. What are you doing, you silly bastard? Don't you got something better to do? Ah, this is your host, Ian Pope, the host of the Popecast, as most of you know by now. I am back here uh, doing a silly voice, and I don't know why, but I just can't seem to stop, even though I have told myself to stop several times now in the first 20 seconds of this podcast. All right, well... Thanks for joining me. Uh, that was weird, and uh, that's just kind of how we do it around here on the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we're gonna do. I haven't been on one of these in a while, and that's probably all for the best. But I'm just gonna break it down for you the way, I, only way I know how. So uh, what's today? It's some day called Monday, and I don't know the number of it. And it's not like that matters, cause why do we bother? I don't know. So this is what we're going to run down here in the Popecast today. We're going to run down a couple of things, a couple of things for better or worse. Um, it's kind of going to be like, I don't even want to say somber. Words just don't seem to matter. Um, like if you really try to accurately reflect how you feel in word, um, it's very hard to do. Maybe it's just hard for me to do, and maybe that's a problem for somebody who has a podcast and who talks a fair amount. I try to not talk all that much, honestly. I try to, um, in my day-to-day life, try to just kind of shut the fuck up. But, um, you know, you can only listen so much, right? I don't know. You never learn anything by listening. You never learn anything by talking. That's that's the saying. See, I can't even say the saying right about learning something about being quiet while I'm talking. That's a problem. So, I don't know, it's been a weird couple of weeks, man, it's been a weird couple of weeks, a couple of people close to me died, which always sucks, obviously, that goes without saying, see, that's like a thing, too, right, like the words that I just said didn't kind of accurately portray the happening, so, shout out, see, the word shout out, what the fuck, goodbye to Grandpa Bob, you know, like, why would you even say that on a podcast, because um, he's not listening, not that I'm aware, you know, no podcast in heaven. Um, that's the new name, that's the new name of a new podcast. I'm going to start no podcast in heaven. So shout out grandpa Bob. That's one thing I've been thinking about. Um, as far as he goes, um, I don't know, pretty much like all the time that I spent talking with him, talking with him, you know, like I should have been quiet a lot more, um, and listened more. So that kind of goes for most instances. Most of the social interactions that I'm most happy with um, upon like reflection are ones in which that like I didn't contribute hardly anything uh, besides a listening pair of ears. So anyway, great fisherman. I'm going to try to do some fishing in his honor or just to kind of like probably think about him while I fish I guess I've tried fishing in the past just because it seems like a fun slow down activity and um, it just I've never never really been that entertained by it I don't know I did catch three lake trout one time as we were like trolling in canoes across the boundary waters when I was like 14 um, I'd sprained my ankle and so like I was riding in the back of the canoe and um, they just gave me a fishing pole and were like, just uh, since you're not really doing much, sit back here and throw a line in the water. And on the crossing of the lake, I uh, managed to reel in three uh, lake trout, which were enough. I don't remember how many we had in our group. There's like a certain limit up there. This was a long time ago. But anyway, it was pretty cool. 
Um, we pulled over on the opposite side of the lake, and um, we had a fresh shore lunch with those fish. So it's kind of like it's a weird thing that that moment that happened, you know, however many years ago, stuck with me. You know, it's been at least 20 years, right? So I guess maybe not quite 20 years. Close to 20 years, though. So I don't know, coming up on my 18-year high school reunion, I um, feel like we maybe just had it because we would all – not all, but of course, but a lot of us met at the funeral of a good uh, good high school pal, Daryl Hunter, who went on to uh, have a pretty good athletic career in the Navy and throwing the shot put. I think he did fullback, played fullback for Navy for a year out there too before, before focusing on track. But anyway, man, uh, that's sort of been a weird one. I can't kind of get that one out of my head because he was like a superhero um not only physically but like very much mentally plugged in very sharp guy and um just kind of the suddenness that you can just kind of you know die um to be blunt about it you know the suddenness at which that can happen is like sort of sort of jarring um so anyway this has been a real zippity doodah day of a cast so far um let's see the newsletter that I've been putting out has um, officially published two episodes, and pretty cool um, that it's happened twice. That's uh, a big deal to me anyway. So it's uh, the growth that happened between the first and second edition is notable. Um, I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't looking to see some sort of growth with the podcast, or sorry, with the newsletter. Um, not definitely not definitely not with the podcast not looking to see growth with the podcast for sure looking to see some with the newsletter i kind of like it because it is the works of other people um that i just kind of compile i like to do the layout thing i think i've mentioned that before on the podcast maybe but the uh, newsletter came together had a lot of good contributors come through this time a few folks did so anonymously which i encourage i'm in support of um and uh, somebody said to me, isn't this newsletter just like Facebook? Isn't it, isn't it basically Facebook? And I think no for a couple of reasons. The one being that it is, um, it takes a little bit of extra effort to submit to it. I don't know if that is a real factor, but the fact that you have to take time to send in the email to kind of compose and think about what you want to send in and then submit it is a um, kind of feels like a bigger deal at least I don't know some people have made the comment to me that they're looking to they're waiting to work up the courage to submit to it um, which was kind of seemed like a funny thought at first blush but um, the fact that it is in I, I don't even know because it's still being submitted digitally but the fact that it is being put into a newsletter some sort of a body that's beyond your control I guess you can always go back and press the delete button on a post um, or something like that but once this is being compiled and sent out um, you know sent out via PDF the wonderful PDF lives to this day but so since it's being sent out via PDF to the people it kind of feels like it's out of your control at that point you're putting your name on it unless you're not so I don't know, man. It's cool. Like I said, I like to do the layout portion of it. Maybe um, I'll try to write something again for it. I'm sure I will, but uh, I guess I uh, I don't know. So the and I don't know if the name will stick. The first one I called it the slowdown simply because I was typing it out as I was like 
as the little uh, cursor was blinking over the text box, I was like, shit, this thing needs a name. I didn't even think about that. And then I just typed it out. And that's what it was the first time to slow down. The second time I decided to go, um, I decided to go with La Royale with cheese. So that's what we did. Maybe it'll have a new name each time. Maybe that'll be the thing. So that's what it was this time. Some really great um, submissions. Again, thanks for everybody who's doing that. It's humoring me. So I don't really know. I tried to put into words why I'm doing it before. Um, you can listen to that. or It was in the first edition, I guess, of the slowdown is what it was called then. But anywho, I don't really know why I'm doing it, um, but it's fun. So that's what I got to say about that. Um, we've all, whoever wants the COVID shot has got the COVID shot by now, right? Is that, This is true. This is the facts of the matter is that they are available and have been for quite some time now. Um, and so I don't know why we're doing masks anymore. Am I allowed to say that? I don't even feel like... I'm allowed because all along, I mean, of course, just like anything, they tried to divide things into two categories, you know, black and white, left and right, whatever you want to call it, however it gets parsed. But, um, you know, the anti-maskers for so long um, had such a reputation of being, um, you know, the other. I mean, it sort of depends which sort of category that you let yourself get pushed into. But uh, for the sake of attempted objectivity, it seems like that the, um, I don't know, but masks are done, right? We got to be done with this shit. If uh, you chose not to get vaccinated, cool, all good. All the vulnerable populations have been vaccinated. um, And a lot of other people chose to get it as well and that's cool and if you didn't want to get it um fine but i mean it's a freedom of choice thing at this point right the idea of forcing people to get vaccinated um seems silly especially um being just kind of the bullheaded american uh, culture that we have even if you do really want everyone to get the vaccines, the best way to do that is not via mandate, right? Because people will automatically push back against that. So we just make it an option. I would make it a suggested option. Hey, we think that everybody should get vaccinated. But if you don't want to do it, cool. But it's an option and, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anywho, I'm done with masks and I'm obviously not going to, be a dickhead to retail employees because um it seems like only a fucking inside out asshat would do that um like what point are you trying to prove i hear stories about people going into retail businesses all the time and giving these employees a hard time for what because they are relaying the policies that ownership has laid out or you know i mean so anyhow we don't need to go down this whole rabbit hole but Masks are over. Summertime is here, especially for outside activities. If you're requiring people to wear masks at the downtown farmer's market, then by all means, just fuck all the way off. Um, is that too harsh? I mean, is that, is that a little too straightforward? But anyway, um, you know, get your vaccine, man. Do it or don't. But it's your 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 call. So anyway, I don't know, man. Um Words in general feel just like a complete waste a lot of times <laughs> to me. It's like um, they're only doing – there's so much 
feeling that can't be expressed by words no matter how hard you try. And I guess that's probably why a lot of people try to really get great at talking. Maybe that's kind of why I am trying to improve at it too. And like, but it's just to relay a full expression, a full, a full palette of expression to, to other humans um, in order to form connectivity. And that brings me probably to my next point, I guess. Um, this is directed. Well, this is a kind of about like Des Moines comedy or whatever, which seems like a silly thing to um, try to parse because it's so varied and it's so um, multi. There's so many lanes, and that's kind of the great thing about it. But it seems like that that if social media stopped existing tomorrow, if all social media went away tomorrow, that conservatively half of the people who participate in in stand-up comedy in Des Moines would stop immediately. Um, and that's not a good thing or a bad thing. That's think, I think that's simply just the truth. Um, so whatever people's motivations are, um, whether it be, you know, a selfie or... Um, self-aggrandizing posts or you know just kind of the same thing I was just talking about the attempt to connect to people and to spread spread you know just to kind of share I don't know what it is I'm not trying to poo-poo it or anything but it seems like for example I text some people this morning if a stand-up comedy show happened in the woods and nobody posted nobody composed um an essay about it afterwards did the did the comedy show in the woods really really even exist so i don't know it seems like that the thing one of the things that i like about stand up comedy is that kind of the words float into the air like bubbles and pop and are gone you know the moments the pops of laughter in the crowd come and go and their their like impermanence is sort of what makes them sp- makes those moments special to me. Even, you know, recordings of stand-up comedy, which everybody who has, who has ever done stand-up comedy has tried to do. Um, you know, some people obviously with a lot more success than others, but even the most successful ones, you know, this has been, this has been covered ad nauseum probably before, but even the most successful ones don't, don't fully capture the magic of the moment. Only the people that were in the room in the moments and kind of, I guess, caught up in the rhythms and the overall hypnosis of a comedy show, the moments um, come and go. And that's kind of the beauty of them. Um, So, anyway, something about the excessive posting just makes me cringe, and I'm trying to talk through why. So it may be a me thing, it may be a them thing, and... You know, it may be both. I mean, just like most things, it's probably a little bit of both. So, I don't know, man. It seems like that uh, living in the moment is hard for people. It's hard for me. I try to make take a make an effort to really submerge myself in the moment, but it's difficult because of a lot of things, I guess. But like the phone makes it difficult to the moment kind of gets trapped inside of a little box in our pocket in our hand at the end of our wrist 
and nature and what's outside right in front of our eyes and those around us those moments that happen at a stand-up comedy show can't be can't be captured or duplicated and the attempt to do so kind of cheapens them in a way to me so but lots of people are seem to be really happy or at least seem to be trying to express happiness trying to project happiness and that is you know i guess i guess oftentimes good enough a lot of times when i see just like excessive over the top expressions of happiness it seems pretty clearly um to come from a forced place rather than something unnatural right okay i don't know if i did that right but anyway kind of the freedom of uh, life my one of my life philosophies i'm going to try to try to articulate this one of my life philosophies is that with the expanse of time as we know it to be you know i guess infinite and then the uh, the expanse of time even on earth um you know a little bit more finite but we don't really even know um just the expanse of time in comparison to the brevity of our own lives um our own lives are a flash in the pan and in some senses, we are both alive and dead right now already. Um, so <laughs> this may sound depressing, but to me, I kind of try to look at it from a point of optimism because we're all trying to deal with the fact that we are dying or, you know, that the lights are, are going are gonna to go out. Hopefully when we're old, you know, the lights are going to go out, blah, blah, blah. And we're all kind of walking around with that fear in the back of our heads. And sometimes, like my week was this week, that fear comes out to the forefront a little more. And I can't wait until I can push it back um, a little bit because it's kind of um, it's kind of been, I don't even want to say, the first word that was sort of coming to my mind there was obsessive. Like, I'm thinking about it all the time, all the time, all the time. Oh, my God. Like, um like a point of anxiety like the biggest the most anxiety that i have around dying is that sometimes like if i'm like in a light dream or maybe i'm just like laying in bed i'll like take a breath and then I'll, it'll be like a gasp and it'll be like the fear that that was my last breath i don't know um but that's <laughs> not fun not fun man so the point that i was trying to get to is that with how short our lives are and finite our time here is on earth um i guess specifically we're trying referring to the amount of it that we are aware of i don't pretend to know what happens you know before or after our consciousness as we currently know it comes to be but it's a freedom um for me it's a freedom um that i'm kind of kind of circling around and looking at um, that it gives you the freedom to do things, to participate, to um, kind of be carefree a little bit. Um, you know, if you want to do something, do it. Uh, if you want to make a podcast and ramble for 19 or 20 minutes, um, do it. Because I guess why not? I mean... You, you got to do something while you're here. I'd rather I'd rather do a bunch of things that, on some scales or in some in some form of calculus, 
are meaningless, but do a lot of them simply because I felt compelled to do them. Stand-up comedy is the same way for me. Um, I wanted to not say that I wish that I did it, if that makes sense. I didn't want to look back on it and be like, oh, that, that, that sort of thing would have been fun to do. And I suppose that this could, and I guess hopefully it does manifest itself in some cooler ways. Um, I hope to be, you know, fearless in my ambition, and that's hard, but um, the, uh, the exploration of life is sort of one of the big things that's magical about it to me is that, you know, walking down a path that you've never walked down, whether that be a, be literally or metaphorically, um, walking in the woods is wild to me, um, to, see, wild to me doesn't really sort of express any true feeling or emotion. It, something about a path that you're walking down in the woods surrounded by trees that have been around for, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 100 years that have seen countless other people and nature and storms and sun and wind. Um, something about the wisdom of trees is cool, but their lives are even, you know, incredibly finite too. Lots of, whether that be man-made or just their natural life cycle, but they fall back into earth, decompose, and, uh, you know, are consumed by bugs as waste, etc., etc., and I guess sort of end up as a tree again, but, so, that kind of concludes it, man, that kind of got wild, that kind of got weird, but, um, just wanted to try to ramble some of my thoughts to you guys, be ambitious, be fearless, because, you know, as long as you're, as long as you're treating people well, and sort of acting with love, um, then, you know, what can go wrong, don't be afraid, man, don't be afraid. Alright, that's the Popecast, 22 minutes of light for your day. I hope somebody enjoyed that, at least one person. Uh, we've been we've been popping off like uh, 12, 12 consistent listeners, so that's cool. I appreciate whoever you 12 are, or if it's downloads that aren't getting listened to. I think, I think the stat that they showed me was that there's actually that... Uh, that amount of time or that amount of people are listening. So that's cool. Even if it's just one of you, thanks for listening. This is Ian Pope. I'll talk to you later.